Good morning and welcome to another podcast of No Laughing Matter. My name's Jack. I am Dom. And if we sound a bit bleary, it's because it's quite early in the morning. I unceremoniously woke Dom up by throwing something at him as he was sleeping on my sofa. And we decided while the day is young and the uh, the worm is not yet caught, and early birds... Yeah, I mean, you talked last night about just setting up and then <laughs> yeah. recording them. As always, we... I don't think I don't think we have a moan at the beginning of every episode, but we're both tucked under a duvet together because yeah, that is our, true. Our microphone is so cool and sensitive <laughs> that the heater in the room uh, is too much of an issue. So think about it, because uh, when you're at home, you know, you probably imagine we're in some really nice, soundproofed studio, uh, you know. But uh, sometimes I imagine we're in a soundproof studio. We're not. We close just, my eyes and drift away. Which is kind of. Wrapped, huddled under a duvet together. Well, to set the scene, we had to turn off the... F- uh-huh. So the room's cold because it's an old house, so we've got the duvet snuggled up. I'm wearing naught but boxes and a dressing gown. Um, I'm in my work trousers and my pyjama t-shirt. Photos on the website. Yeah. <laughs> and the Christmas tree is up, which is looking absolutely delightful, which is fine work, getting all that up. So it's feeling moderately festive. I always feel a bit, uh, a bit rubbish about complaining about your own problems on your podcast. However, I then read the other day that Tom Cruise compared acting in a film to being a soldier. <laughs> really? Was like, sometimes it can be really tough, you know, being away from my kids for so long. You know. <laughs> my God, first then, world problems. And then I was just like, oh, crap, we moan about stuff. Yeah, I, I'm actually, if anything, I feel spoiled for yeah, exactly. duvet. I might have to just go and burn it or something. But then that would give out heat, so then I'd have to freeze it just to recreate uh, the experience of Mr. Cruz. Anyway, a few things I wanted to talk about today. And there's a bit of a theme with the first couple, and that is video games. Okay. So there's a couple of new consoles come out, the PlayStation 4, uh-huh, the yeah. Xbox One, or the Xbox as it's called, causing a bit of a stir. Now, I've been kind of, for a brief period, I was looking around to see if I could pick up a PlayStation 4. Okay. And it's gone everywhere. In fact, the... Argos are being a bit of a troll at the moment. See, what they're doing for some oh, reason... please don't say that. What? I was watching a... This is going to sound really bad. Uh, tangent. <laughs> and there was just something... It was kind of like being at Disneyland, mm. in the way you'd imagine, because it was just so unoffensive, like you were saying. But he was still kind of... You know, the problems that came up in the game were still, like, big problems. So he was like, oh, my God! The paths don't match up. What a troll. <laughs> it was like, why does the game keep trolling me? <laughs> so, and then he just go around popping people's balloons in the park. Wow. It, it was so unoffensive. I was like, come on, mate. Wow. Don't be a dick. That's lashing out. Yes. That is popping balloons. Then he did he refuse to clean up the sick in the queue and, and made he, them suffer. And then he was like, uh, he was like, look at that beautiful beautiful <laughs> and then he was like let's go on the ride yeah oh lovely view landscape lovely and i was just kind of like oh this is that guy will want for nothing in yeah, his life yeah. he's it found was, it was amazing and then i found out there were other seasons i was like no this is but i only watched a few episodes uh did he do that thing um, i had roller coaster tycoon when it first came out like when i was young and Unbearded. He did everything by the book, so I doubt he did what you So did. he didn't do the thing where you make a roller coaster thing, you delete bits of track so the actual the thing ends up going flying into like crowds of kiddies and things and exploding. No. no. 
No. Okay. What a troll. What a troll. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And so his excessive use of that word has thrown okay. me off of it. All right, I'll, uh, I'll amend my previous statement. Argos have been somewhat dicks in the way they're doing it. Other stores are available. Other stores are available. And hang on a sec. A store that may or may... We don't, we don't think Argos are dicks. No, no, a no. A store that may or may not have uh, tiny pens. <laughs> Ooh, they're stopping those. Are they... What? Why? It was in the metro. They're scrapping. Say what you like. <laughs> <laughs> Screw those dicks. <laughs> yeah. No, they were stopping the... I, I just caught the headline and oh. then I didn't read the rest. But um, Well, you didn't really need to. I didn't what know. was the article going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I want reason. I want rationale. It was only going to talk about why they weren't having pens anymore. But yeah, this isn't actually one of the Metro stories I wanted to talk about today. But yeah, it must be a cost thing. But they're not doing the little blue pens anymore. Because <laughs> I've got loads of <laughs> IKEA tape measures are good as well. I like making concertinas out of them as you go around. Do you yes. know you get a lot, you've got to fold, fold, Because by the time you fold. get to the end, you don't need to buy a bag. Yeah. You've made like, your own. Spring, spring, spring. Mm. Oh, I love Argos. Yeah. Any other good... No, I meant IKEA, not Argos. I don't like Argos. Any other good stores where you can get free things... Brilliant, like paper tape measures. Like paper tape measures. If you need to measure the size of your head, what if you go around? That's really good. It's quite good. That's quite useful. Nice. Anyway, back on track. Uh, so what Argos are doing is they seem to be doing them um, like every fifteen minutes or so for twenty-four hours a day. They kind of release a PlayStation Four, and it's like a random store across the country, and it's collection only. And it got to the point uh, a couple of nights ago where I'd kind of worked myself into a bit of a frenzy, and I was like, right, I really want a PlayStation Four. And what are you doing in my dressing gown? <laughs> Trying to get you to lean forward so you might oh, be as quiet. I'm sorry. So um, I thought you were undoing my dressing gown. Yeah, it was a little. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really tired. <laughs> sorry. Not that tired. <laughs> right. Tangent. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. So um, yeah, you kind of work yourself into a bit of a frenzy, and then you're working yourself into a frenzy. I am working myself into a frenzy. It's a good job we got this duvet. So basically, they were releasing them all across the country, and it got to the point where it's like. You see one come up and you think, my God, Haverford West, that sounds really close. Where is it? Okay, it's in West Wales. That's fine. How much is a train ticket there? 70 quid. That's fine. I'll do it. I'll pay the 70 quid. I'll go there tomorrow. Shit, it's gone. And it was getting worse. And, worse. and then you start justifying yourself. Right, if I put £100 aside for a train ticket to go anywhere in the country to pick it up, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. it got to the point I had to draw a line under it and stop it. But... Good. I mean, screw them. Do you know what? So, yes. What? I think Argos, I PlayStations, think... what are we screwing now? I think Argos. Yeah, because it is kind of, I nearly said trollish, I won't, it's kind of, you know, it's dangling it in front of you for a split second and it's like you're whipping it away. I think it's very, it's like, I don't know, I mean, I'm not particularly bothered by, like, like it's that thing of, um, uh, like, we were playing on the iPad, uh, we were playing on a, on a tablet-related product. <laughs> yeah. A fruit-related last, tablet last product? Night. Yeah, yeah, the pear. And, um... <laughs> I was playing the games and it was kind of like this is fun but it's hard to kind of beat really simple games the thing is though and I said this last night when you're on a tablet or a touch screen <laughs> it's like you've got a really important meeting that you're late for I it's mean you're like, a, you're a pretty laid back guy it's anyway. like a member of an aboriginal tribe that's only just been given exactly. one exactly no it's, like, it's not though it's is not it you not? know what you're doing it's oh, like yeah. you just don't have any patience I mean you're a fairly laid back guy but when I've seen you working and when I see you like on the you see me working yeah, when you're tapper tapping away on, you know, the lap, 
you know, yeah. tapping motion with the hands, really? things like that. Tightening. Yeah, I want to get a typewriter because I feel that would suit me a bit better. Than... Okay, hipster. That's and fine. No, no, no. Like it's not genuinely like. I think your Starbucks way. is ready now. But in like, uh... would you like to borrow my thick glasses? No, the only reason I haven't bought a typewriter is because my spelling is atrocious, and that's there's true. no way to going to go. It's back quite on. unforgiving. But my the motion I use. Get the games on the uh, the it's, Apple release. It's amazing I managed to work a podcast. <laughs> oh, exactly. I I've mean, got this list of things. Do you remember the first day we walked in? We were speaking into a bowl of fruit for half an hour until we figured out it wasn't working. No. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. I think I get what you're referring to. Did you just make something up? I just made I? something up, but now I feel like it's referring to something. That well, I we talked remember. about fruit as... Did we? Okay, this is... <laughs> did feel like we've entered a dream sequence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which in a podcast is quite hard to do. In a minute, I'm going to go... Oh, oh. And it was all a dream. <laughs> right, so back on track. So I wanted to talk about a couple of games-related things I found in the Metro this morning. First one, uh, Christmas dinner in a tin for gamers. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> That was the wrong endeavor, mate. Enjoying that coffee? Yeah. All right. Christmas dinner in a tin for gamers who can't put down the controller. Oh. So, right, in a nutshell, um, the retailer, Game, other retailers are available, but for the purpose of this news story, we're talking about one of them. So what they've done is they've, as far as I can tell, it's a genuine thing, and I'll just show you this picture here. It is Christmas Day in a tin. They call it the Christmas Tinner, and it's a layered product that has all the elements of Christmas Day on top of each other. So it's actually got the layers list there. So it starts with scrambled egg and bacon for breakfast, uh, a couple of mince pies, then you get your turkey and potatoes, gravy, bread sauce, cranberry sauce. Uh, Brus oh, there's actually an option for layer seven, Brussels sprouts with stuffing or broccoli with stuffing. What would you have? I'd have Brussels sprouts. Um, I quite like Brussels sprouts. I wouldn't eat Christmas dinner in out my, of a flipping my, tin. In my hipster. <laughs> I would. If it got to the point I where I had to decide what I'm... tin I want for Christmas Day, then... Uh... I would go to a party with my uh, with my tin and uh, stand there with my dirty moustache and a spoon being like, yeah, it's just my in July. You don't have a dirty moustache. You mentioned it twice now. Are you going to have... Is this a plan for you? Because no, November's been and gone. We're on Beard Ember now. It's because you were talking about your me being a hipster. Do hipsters have dirty moustaches? Yeah, they always have, like... We don't get a lot of them in Bath. Do you not? No. Well, we get the old... The, I don't want to alienate anyone, but older, posher people. I suppose. I really like those kind of people, though. Well, the old, posh people? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was Christmas dinner in a tin. So, your thoughts? Uh, Good idea, or just... I tell you what, there's a shop near me uh, that does... Uh, roast dinner and a uh, sorry uh, cooked breakfast and a tin for a pound, and I've looked even Heinz do those though. I I've think. looked at it and I've gone, oh, what if it's amazing? Mm. Like I know it's not going to be, but what if it's amazing and I've just never bought it? You might be surprised. When I was at university, um, one of the major food retailers do a frozen range that includes things that you wouldn't normally think of, and my favourite frozen food. <laughs> was microwavable omelettes. They were like cheese omelettes. Yeah, your face says it all. They were they were cheese omelettes, but they were frozen, so you microwave them, and they were delicious. No, they weren't. If later I actually made an omelette with eggs and it tasted nothing like it. Okay. okay. Um, the microwavable doner kebabs were quite good. Oh, my. Because they came with a little frozen bit of chilli sauce as well that you defrosted and poured over them. <laughs> um, microwavable cheeseburgers. You just kind of take them out of the pack, stick the whole thing in, oh uh, yeah, eat my, it up. my brother does those. I had 
they're nice. No, I ate one the other day and I genuinely like, and then he came back. I was like, where's my burger? <laughs> I was like, oh crap. So yeah, you may be pleasantly surprised. I don't think I would like, uh, talking of food, let me segue into my next, oh, just slipping all over the place. That was so smooth. All right, next headline. It's your dressing gown. Uh, again. <laughs> yeah. Just dripping a puddle right here. Couple order McDonald's breakfast, get served bag of cash. <laughs> so I'll read this through because I haven't read this through. So, so what? Who? <laughs> trying to make the sound of feet. <laughs> uh, so who wouldn't be loving it? Oh. Trademark. If they were handed a brown paper bag full of cash instead of a McDonald's <laughs> breakfast. Sounds very kind of illicit. This is a drug deal that went wrong. It's <laughs> like they, they went up to the window and I was like, I hear that the owls in Prussia are now this time of year. You know, like the whole, uh, they're actually from Tennessee. Okay. <laughs> but I was trying to do like a spy drama thing. I hear the weather in Moscow is cloudy. The first time we tried to podcast, we ended up talking into fruit bowl for an hour. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I hear the fruit bowl is receptive in Moscow. So um, that's exactly what happened to a couple in Tennessee who got a bit of a shock when they ordered a meal at the drive-thru in the town of Hermitage. <laughs> a bag full of notes to be deposited. I don't deposited. know why the town of Hermitage felt so funny. That's what you're taking away from this? Hermitage sounds like an adjective from a Chaucer novel <laughs> that my English teacher is going to explain to me. <laughs> in Tennessee, oh. there was the town of Hermitage. Hermitage used to be when, uh, you know, women would... <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to hear where you're going yeah. with that. I don't want to know what happens hermitage. in Hermitage. What does Hermitage sound like? Hermitage sounds like prudish in a way, but I imagine they're not. Anyway, I don't I'll know. show you what they look like in a minute. Okay. So, a bag full of notes to be deposited in a local bank was handed to Stacy and Greg Terry by accident. Terry? Is Terry their surname? Yeah. Okay. My husband opened the bag and discovered the money inside, Stacy told News Channel 5. He said, you are not going to believe this. Sure enough, it was their bank deposit money. Um, a panicked employee realised the mistake quickly and caught up with the couple in their home a few minutes away. Oh, so they went to McDonald's enough. So, hang on a sec. Their home was a few minutes away. Did they get drive through Yeah, they ordered it at a drive through Okay. That's what they look like. Right. But there are two dogs in this photo. It's quite... I mean, it's a interesting house. I mean, I mean... I, oh. Obviously, we'll be throwing links up, so you can all judge for yourself. But uh, it's, it's not... You'll be throwing mm. links up at this time of the morning. Okay, the second that he said it was their deposit, my first thing was, let's get in the truck and take it back. There is no other way to have it. I couldn't live with myself, said Stoke. That kind of stinks of bull to me. What would you do? I'd be gone. Oh, I had it. I don't want to pre-admit, pre, like, pre -admit, like, yeah. like minority report kind of thing. Like, somewhere there's a bald guy getting, like, a little ball that's got my name on it because I'm about to rob a McDonald's. <laughs> Tom Cruise is about to go crash into the flat. <laughs> Hey, it's harder than being a soldier, what he that does. That film is great. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's should... so good. Oh, we should watch that. Let's watch that. <laughs> but not right now. So, um... Do you know it's made by Spielberg? Was it? Yeah. No, I, I kind of lost stock in Spielberg now. No, it's not. It's, his his it's, name on something it doesn't guarantee it's brilliant. No, no, I don't think it is made by Spielberg anymore. I take that back. The owner and operator of the Lebanon Road branch of McDonald's, Phil Gray praised the couple for their honesty in returning the money and said the store was grateful. But that's kind of got, like, inverted commas around it. Like, they're grateful. Yeah. Like they're not... Yeah, whatever. 
So um, the yeah, thing is, bag of cash instead of breakfast. So we kind of covered. Like I'd, I'd, I'd take the money and run. I don't know. Like part of me would be like, I don't like the principle. If you said to me, if you, if I went and ordered food somewhere, and someone gave me a bag of cash, the principle of me says, yeah, I, I know I would probably give it back, and like I'd want to keep it, but I know I would give it back. If that makes sense. I'm almost not proud of the fact that I would give it back. Do you know what I mean? If I ordered breakfast, I got handed a bag of cash. I'd try and make the most of it and get the free ketchup as well. <laughs> yeah, Just maximise the return on my visit. <laughs> You'd put the ketchup in the bag. <laughs> kind of complete the illusion. Um, no, but do you know what I mean? I would feel so bad that I would give it back. And uh, and I probably wouldn't tell anybody either because I, I'd know people would be like, you idiot. Yeah, you wouldn't tell me. But uh, but if it was a McDonald's, that might actually make me think twice. Of kind of like, well, McDonald's not exactly, you know. <laughs> uh, well, McDonald's is multinational; they've got insurance. Again, it sounds like we're planning a heist. We better It's kind of like Ocean Eleven or Laughing Matter Two. Could you imagine Brad Pitt and George Clooney robbing a McDonald's? In my mind, they're kind of ordering breakfast after breakfast, walking out, be like, God damn it. Duncan. I'll have another breakfast, please. Just Brad Pitt in the corner eating all the breakfasts. Right, moving on. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson robs the McDowells in Coming to America. That film with Eddie Murphy, where he, I know the film, but I haven't seen. Where it. he he's an African prince that goes to Queens to meet his queen, and uh, they have that restaurant that's just a rip off of McDonald's called McDowells. Okay, and they're like they have the Big Mac, we have the Big Make. <laughs> They have the golden arches. We have the golden arcs. <laughs> and then Samuel L. Jackson comes in and tries to rob it with a machine gun and they end up kicking his ass. Which is so weird because it's Samuel L. Jackson and he's now this kind of like, you know, even when he has a cameo and something, it's this mm. sort of iconic moment. And yet he's only in it for a few moments, like, blink and you miss him. It's a, a kind of, it does sound like we're inadvertently planning a heist. I mean, so far we've kind of got the plans in place that we need yeah. the machine gun and Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, we could be back before your baby I'm gonna wife check, wake up. I'm going to check the news because if it turns out like that this morning a McDonald's has been robbed, you know, our duvet isn't stuffed with cash or anything <laughs> in case anyone's wondering. Well, you know, it wouldn't keep us warm. Exactly. <laughs> right, okay. The next story. Cuddled closer to me. The duvet's full of cash. Right, so Ladbrokes. <clears throat> Now I'm aware there's some people hang listen. On, hang on, we've gone from like theft and robbery <laughs> to a better. <laughs> now you're going Ladbrokes. Okay, so he's going to tell me how naff their security now is. Now we have listeners who aren't in the UK, so Ladbrokes is a betting shop. And yeah. one thing that I've noticed in the UK is that you can place a bet on a lot of things. They're not really fussy. As so well, my uh, my Ladbrokes has a security guide outside of it. The one, do you know my road in Bristol? Yeah. We've walked down it a few times together. Ran down it a few uh, times. They've got a sec- big, beefy security guard at all times outside their lamp. Understandable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we should... I, re- I really want to go in there, but I don't want to gamble. <laughs> you just want to go in there just to feel like you've got past security. I'd, I'd love to kind of hang out, <laughs> if that makes sense. Betting shots just look like such oppressive. Anyway, look, I'm going to get this out. Yeah. Ladbrokes offers 2,000 to 1 odds. Dude! <laughs> Sorry. Ladbrokes offers 2,000 to 1 odds for zombie apocalypse to happen on Christmas Day. Oh, great. So, Ladbrokes has announced surprising odds of 2,000 to 1 for a zombie apocalypse to happen on December 25th this year. A rise of the undead is more likely than Crystal Palace winning the Premier League, (laughs) which adds odds of 5,000 to 1. Prince Harry marrying Miley Cyrus, however, is slightly more foreseeable with odds of 500 to 1. 
and a white Christmas in London with five to one. So the fact they've given odds on this means that somebody's betted on this. See, that's the thing. When you read those odds to me, the gambler's kind of fallacy says, oh, I should put 100 quid on it snowing in London. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I was like, that's got the most chance of everything. <laughs> See, I was I was just thinking about this story, and the first thought that popped into my mind is actually the first comment that's right. put on the bottom. Who I, said it? What's their name? We can't name names, but it's quite easy to remember. Okay. Somebody's commented who is called the Ministry of Zombies. Okay, As so if they the are common... some kind of authority. <laughs> anyway. Well, I've actually said they're staying put this Christmas. So if the Ministry of Zombies. Oh, I'm staying put this Christmas. You've got Doctor Who and Downton. Now, the Ministry of Zombies has surprisingly <laughs> mainstream tastes. Imagine, imagine us arriving at the Ministry of Zombies to escape the fucking... <laughs> then all there is is a box of Downton Abbey. They're eating their Christmas dinner out of a tin, <laughs> yes. watching Downton. And we'd be like, no, sorry, guys. But no, the top comment, and what I thought is, I wouldn't bet on it. If it happens, how will you get your winning? And then he says, what a dumbass betting. That's a, highlight that is an excellent point. <laughs> if there was a zombie apocalypse, it's like... It's a paradox. I mean, the thing is, though, this is the thing. Even I imagine Ladbrokes. I mean, I've never had any experience with them, never been any of them. But I imagine they're such tight that the wording of zombie apocalypse mm. is quite specific. So, like, if there was just a zombie outbreak, imagine that. Imagine the odds on a zombie outbreak somewhere in the world, in, say, let's say Brazil. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and the guy goes in and goes, Fucking, I put 200 quid. Do you know what I mean? Pay up. No. You said zombie apocalypse. <laughs> as far as I can tell, society is still moving fine. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, look through these comments. I think you'll like this. Without Brazil. So you've got that guy who said, I wouldn't bet on it. How will you get your winnings? There's someone else. Ha, ha, ha. If it does happen, you wouldn't get your winnings. Someone has just put, ha, 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 ha. Uh, they're from Dorset. Um, well, <laughs> people in Dorset like the land. Um, somebody's put, anyone who takes it seriously should donate their brain to science. Uh, oh, my God, seriously, that's just stupid. Uh, chap from Liverpool, worth a tenner. Okay, nice. <laughs> Is he after all those other comments? No, oh, he's kind of he's near the bottom there. He's kind of he's considered. I thought, you know what? Stick a tenner on it. <laughs> yes, yes. See what happens. But um, um, I don't want to go back to kind of petty theft. I mean, I, somehow I wanted to talk about games consoles, but this has just been like a crime cast. <laughs> yeah. If there was a zombie That's apocalypse, crime cast, crime cast. I mean, a hundred pound, two thousand to one. So. Twenty grand. Just rob a lab, bro, that's what two hundred thousand. Yes. <laughs> if this is, I mean, you win two hundred thousand pounds for a start, which I don't think they carry. I hope that maths is right there. And I don't know how it works. You just add a couple of zeros on the end. Like no, no, I do understand how odds work, but I don't understand how that then pays out into winnings. Do you know what I mean? Well, for every one pound, you get two thousand back. Oh. So I'm ten sorry. pounds, ten pounds, you get twenty thousand. But then back. two to thirteen, don't they have something like that? Uh, two to thirteen means that you. Get your original bet back, but for every £13 you put down, you only get £2 back. So when the number on the right is bigger than the one on the left, I mean, you get your original bet back, whatever happens. So if you put a pound down on 2,000 to 1 odds, you'd get, and it won, you'd get the £2,000 and your £1 back. Okay. If you want me to show you how to rob a Ladbrokes, that's absolutely fine, (laughs) you know. You're you're researching, you really want to go into that Ladbrokes, don't you? You start gambling on the dogs. Hello. It's so funny that you knew it was dogs that they mostly bet on. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You've probably probably got more things to worry about than... As well, could you imagine it happening on Boxing Day? (laughs) (laughs) So you put the bet down. (laughs) You know what? That is a very good point. Irony, point irony. (laughs) 
<laughs> so Christmas is ruined, and then yeah. Boxing Day is yeah. ruined. Yeah, exactly. Where are the presents, Dad? Right. Eat your eat your dinner out of a tin. <laughs> the apocalypse didn't happen. We're broke. Right. So I got one more, okay. and this is kind of circling back to the video uh, video console theme. If I can just find it. And this is one, this is actually on the front page of the Metro. So this is kind of big news. And when I say this is big news, I mean, unfortunately, Jess is still in bed. She normally gives us our daily death update. But there's been some pretty big passings recently, which would make the front page news. Yeah. However. Nelson Mandela. Yep, exactly. I'm going to talk about Nelson Mandela where you find your link. I found it. And it actually saddens me to say that this is trending higher than Nelson Mandela. Oh, my God. Uh, mind you, it's on the Metro. Let me tell you the story first. If it was on the BBC News, I might be a bit upset. (laughs) So on the trending title, it's actually... Let me have a look. Something like, yeah, saddest teenager in Britain. So this kid paid £450 for an Xbox One on eBay, and he got sent a photo of one instead. (laughs) Oh, my... No. Okay, and this, bear in mind, trending higher than Nelson Mandela. The thing is, it's not even a good photo. It's a terrible photo. That's the problem. It's been... Do you remember when we had those those photos we printed out on that printer that didn't work? Yeah, it's like it's, it's yeah. kind of run out. It's run out of yellow ink, so everything else has got a weird tinge to it. Anyway, a young father paid four hundred and fifty quid for what he thought was an Xbox One. Young father, I know it's tugging <laughs> on the heartstrings. Hang on, should I get some sad Hulk music that we can have? <laughs> ding 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 ding. Peter Clatworthy, nineteen. Ding ding. Ding. Young father, okay, has ding, saved up all ding. year to buy the Microsoft console, which is now sold out for his four-year-old ding. son. But days oh. after paying for the day one edition of the game yeah. system, he received a grainy photo of one in the post, which, to add insult to injury, the seller had written, thank you for your purchase, on the back of. Oh, my God. When he went back to the listing, Mr. Clatworthy realised it and advertised Xbox One FIFA day one edition photo. Brand new UK 2013. No, it said photo on the Despite thing. featuring an image of the console and being listed under the video games and consoles category. Oh. Teenager from Bilbro, Nottinghamshire, said he was absolutely gutted despite being given a full refund from eBay, which said it would take action against the seller as misleading listings are not allowed. I told my brother and he was crying with laughter. So were all of my mates. It is quite embarrassing. Even, mum, even my mum said I was a bit stupid considering he said it was a photo on the listing. Mr. Clatworthy added, it has potentially ruined Christmas. You got your money back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're kind of you're back in the position that you were before anything happened, which I is where you want to be. I think he's lucky that you because you know because I saw. I tell you what, I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big daytime TV fan. Yeah. Um, but I have a kryptonite. Is it Jeremy Kyle? It's not Jeremy Kyle. Uh, it's not Loose Women. It's not Loose Women. No. Uh, it's Lorraine. No, it's not the rain. Homes under the hammer. Nope. Cash in the attic. Bodies in nope. the basement. Nope. I can watch Homes under the hammer. I feel it's not very offensive. I like well, Homes programs. under the hammer. Oh, what about um? It's not Grand Designs because that's not. not really daytime. Go on, you tell me. Judge Judy. No, see that's fine. I'll <laughs> give you that because Judge Judy is kind of like the most. I if... say daytime TV. It's on all hours of the day. I can get my Judge Judy fix as and when. I feel like an addict. Do you know what I mean? Because I mm. can't just skip past it. Oh, Judge Judy's off. You know, she's written two books. Well, she's written probably more than two books, but one of them is called Don't Piss on My Leg and Tell Me It's Raining. Did she? <laughs> yeah. And the other one is called Beauty Fades Dumb is Forever. 
Oh, I'm. You found an excited link, so that made that bomb when I said that. But anyway, but on Judge Judy, there was a woman who took another woman in. Um, for uh, are you gonna listen to my story? <laughs> can I just uh, okay, just one sentence. Man rings nine 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 after getting toilet roll holder stuck up his bottom. Oh my god. Okay, you win. Thank hang you. On, hang on. We need sad hawk music for this. Do you have sad hawk music? Yeah. Okay. Shall I start? No, I'm going to tell you my Judge Judy story. All right, okay. to the last one. You tell me more about Judge Judy then. The listeners could wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> tell us about the toilet roll. The sound of angry slamming. Like, I need to know. Can I just add uh, Newport, South Wales? Okay. I mean, I worked there for quite a long time in Newport, and it's... Uh, you don't know the guy, do you? Um, I'm looking for a name. Oh, there isn't one. Oh, that's good. That's good at Metro to hold. Do you reckon you put a super injunction? Probably. No, on his name. I noticed the photo is quite a so stock photo. This uh, this woman, um, basically, uh, they bought a phone for their daughter on, uh, on eBay, and then just sent her the photograph. Um, is that the same as the story I sold? Told? Literally the same thing, but it was for a lot less money, as mm. you can imagine. And it was it wasn't like a flash mobile phone. It was like a cheapish one. Yeah. Um, but it was a re- it was a nice Motorola. Do you know what I mean? It was a good present actually to give to a kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a nice motor- mo- uh, Motorola. Other phones are available, but uh, but do you know what I mean? Is you know enough that it'll it'll do the job. I can't find sad hold music. That's all right. We um, can hum sad hold music. And. Uh, and then, uh, but the, do you know how Judge Judy got him? Do you know how justice was served? They said weight of the product, and they put the weight of the mobile phone uh, instead of the weight of the piece, piece of paper. That's um, pretty good. That's and, clever. But uh, but with him, I think it's a bit harder because the ad said photo. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mind you, which is why that, which is why I was like screwed when I was in my um, when I was having a look everywhere for consoles. I actually saw on eBay, and I actually think it hasn't ended yet. There was a listing. Very similar to that, and it was the box. Really, okay. it was the X One Xbox One Day One Edition box. But the thing is, the photo. You know, when you're looking through yeah. eBay, you always look at the photos that people have taken themselves. You don't yeah. look at the stock photos because at least then you know it exists. Yeah, yeah. So this guy is selling the box to his, and it said it in the description. But again, it's kind of tucked away. You're looking at the photo. And well, the one like to that. do it would be Xbox. Current <laughs> current bid was four hundred pounds. No, yeah. Really? Yeah. No, in fact, that must have ended by now because there's no way it could have been fallen. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it happens, and it's that time of the year where Mind people you, get we so can crazy. About, we can talk about being like, you know, oh, the we're like, oh, should we go rob McDonald's? Yeah, great. McDonald's so for Ladbrokes. Stockings. We'll check if there's security. Yes. <laughs> Planning the heist. Um, other face-related disguises are available. <laughs> Um, what I've done, that story about getting the um, the bonkro holder stuck up his ass in Newport, it's like with Argos not doing the blue pens. There's nothing more I need <laughs> to know about that. that. Okay. You know, I think I kind of hit the nail on the I head. I like to with imagine that. how the nine nine call the nine 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 call goes. Well, there was a there was a quote that said, Hello, um, "Emergency services, you need ambulance, piece or fire engine." Um, a little bit of column A, uh, B, and C. Uh, I don't need the police. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's- Okay, so I'm just gonna have a look and see what I can I tell you what, find. Uh, your what you just saw reminded me of a brilliant joke about the post office that my dad told me. Um, uh, well, it wasn't his joke. Like somebody had emailed it to him, and he said, "Well, you know, it's, it's very funny." Um, in which uh, this guy basically sent a uh, uh, 
they told the story. So at the the depot at the post office, yeah, they uh, they had um, there was a letter that came through the post with a very shaky hand marked God, and they were like, oh, who did we give this to? So they opened it up, and it was like, dear God, uh, my name is you know Mrs. Um, mm. Modishi, right? Um, <coughs> Uh, I'm, you know, I'm a poor woman. I live on my own. You know, what I mean, I'm really out of money. Christmas is coming up, and I can't afford to pay my heating bill. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, let alone anything else. Uh, it, I've worked out how much I'd need. It's not very much. All I need is a hundred pounds. If you could just sort me out this Christmas, do you know what I mean? I've a good, you know, I've been a good Christian my whole life. Please, can you, you know, please, can you, you know, answer my my prayers, basically? And you know, people were so touched by this letter at the post office that they had a whip round. And they managed to get 96 quid together. Mm. And they sent it back to this woman who put her into an address in the envelope. And a few weeks later, there was a letter that said, you know, same shaky handwriting. Mm. God. They opened it up. It says, Dear God, thank you so very much. My heating bill is paid. All of my family ate uh, ate Christmas dinners from a tin. <laughs> uh, by the way, though, there was four pounds missing. Must have been those bad bits at the post office. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like that. I do like that. And like a bit of uh, who are we offending there? God or the post office? I mean, either way, major forces. Major, other, major forces. Other religions and <laughs> postal services are a bit. Right. I found a story. Okay. Um, cinema shows children nymphomaniac trailer instead of Disney film Frozen. Now, you know more about films than I do, so hopefully you can help shed some light on this. This, what is *Nymphomaniac*? *Nymphomaniac* is a film with. This is unprompted. I mean, this poster looks. Well, there's a load of posters like that. The thing that's Ooh. interesting about that one is because she. Hang on, safe search off. <laughs> yes. No, no. So the the posters I think are quite cool because they're they're essentially actors in the throes of passion. They're O faces, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, but they're not actually. Not all of them are. They're not sexy. Do you know what I mean? It's very clear what they're doing, but they're not. Sexy. So one of them is like William Defoe doing mm. his, his own face. Well, that's, Jamie oh. Bell. It's another one. Uh, Billy uh, Elliot. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, Uma Thurman is doing one. Uh, but you know who's the the older guy from Thor? Who is the oh Stellan uh, Skarsgård? Yes, he's doing one as well. Uh, the the old Matt. There's another old old actor who you'd recognise if I showed you. Oh, the one who's the priest in uh, Hot Fuzz. Oh, God. I think I think he does Ooh, one as well. Jesus. So, do you know what I mean? Well, let me just um. In like they are, do you know what I mean? So it sounds like a really interesting film. Well, this is a picture. Mia Goth is P, or I assume is a character's name, and there's the picture of her O face going at it. Yeah. I like the caption. Mia Goth stars in *Nymphomaniac*, which is definitely not a Disney animation. <laughs> So let me tell you the story. A group of children didn't quite get the Disney film they were expecting after a cinema accidentally showed a trailer for sexually explicit movie *Nymphomaniac*. It may have been. See, the thing is, I because Shia LaBeouf is in this as well, but you Ooh. just might add some context to the trailer. And I read a story quite a few, quite a while ago, in which the the filmmaker was actually making actors have sex. Yeah, I heard about that. Blue is the something that's a different color. film, is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah. Uh, Blue is the loveliest. I've got the name of it. Because yeah. after seeing the cast of this and hearing what it's about, I was like, 
that does sound interesting as long as it's not the film that is just porn do you know what I mean well it's an interesting film to suggest to someone yeah, 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 I wouldn't yeah. suggest to Jess that we go no, and no, see no. You know. but like but do you know what I mean but up until the point it was actually people having sex mm. I would have been on board well I'll, I'll tell you the story not, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you how it goes so, so it's maybe not as explicit as we may have first well thought. horrified parents at the cinema in Tampa Florida in the US reportedly covered their children's eyes while others made a swift move towards the exit as the clip for Lars von Trier's art house sex film was Lars played out. Uh, no, what else did he do? I think he might have done Antichrist, possibly. Ooh, that, yeah. Possibly. Okay, don't tell Jess. Also, don't quote me on that. Jess, watch that film. She will not yeah. let me talk about it okay. ever again. We'll post a link. Okay. Yes. Uh, Lynn Green, who had taken her grandchildren to see the Disney animation Frozen said there were some technical difficulties delaying the start of the film, so the theatre played another cartoon. Fair enough. However, a teaser for the film, described as the most explicit to ever be shown in mainstream cinemas, was screened instead. Picture of the cinema. Which is, like, awful. It's all grainy and... Imagine (laughs) imagine a Walmart. Grainy and black and white. Imagine what a Walmart looks like, but it's actually a cinema. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They put in the filler. It looked like Steamboat Willie. It's not even as bad as... Uh, the photo that a guy received in the post for an Xbox. That's true. It's like I could put that on eBay selling a cinema and it's not a sucker. They put in the filler, it looked like Steamboat Willie, the old Mickey Mouse cartoon. And then all of a sudden it goes into this other scene. Mrs. Green told My Fox Tampa Bay. It seemed like forever when you're trying to, you know, cover a little guy's eyes. Because, you know, she didn't want to leave. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't have enough hands to cover his ears, too. And he got the sound down real good. Wink, wink. You're talking, what, a PG-rated movie? To all of a sudden have an R-rated scene up there for little children? My concern is that there should be safeguards in place so that this doesn't happen again, she added. The cinema has since offered free film tickets to those in the audience. Probably not for Nymphomania. (laughs) Only to be used. (laughs) (laughs) One child seat for Nymphomania. This is interesting. Various trailers for Nymphomania featuring an all-star cast, including... Charlotte Gainsbourg, Uma Thurman, Willem Dafoe, Shia LaBeouf, Jamie Bell and Christian, Christian Slater, Slater yeah, have already been banned from YouTube for their graphic sexual content. Now there's a link I have to click. Um, the thing is, I watched... Um, oh, there's actually a YouTube video here. I watched Shame, uh, the film with Michael Fassbender where he plays a sex addict. That's on my list of Netflix. I, I think that... Uh, sorry, I can't. I can't talk. No, no, come on. Uh, what, what you've got? Um, I'll, I'll try and listen and look at this. I really, I really liked. I thought it was a well-made film, but for me, like everybody in it looked like a model. Uh, particularly with him uh, being in New York, and so I, I thought it would be more interesting if like everyone was a bit more scuzzier in a way. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. it did come across a bit more like a you know this guy who was, you know, claiming to have this problem, but he lived in this amazing penthouse in New York, and he's Michael Fassbender. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And all the women that he seems to have sex with or solicit uh, look like they've been plucked out of a modelling casting agency. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if you... Do you know what I mean? If you... You know, anybody who has any experience of seeing, you know, actual women who you know, are street workers, if you mm. like. I don't know what the I don't know what the correct term would be, do you know what I mean? So I'm not even gonna to attempt to try and find a PC term. Uh, do you know what I mean? Could you imagine desperately feeling addicted to having to have sex with someone who you know is like broken and only doing it for the money and 
it just sounds terrible. Whereas that film kind of washed over that, mm. and it was quite glossy. very well made, really good, well made film. And it'd be interesting to see what you think on Netflix. But I thought it would have been more interesting to be a bit more gritty. I'd, I have wanted to watch it. A film but... I want to have a gritty remake isn't Superman or Batman or Spider. I want Shame <laughs> to have a gritty reboot where it's just dark and scuzzy, and Christopher Nolan has really taken away the clean edges. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that would. Um, sorry, I've just been reading about this *Nymphomaniac*. Uh, it's set to be a two-film, five and a half-hour epic. Oh God! Yeah. Director Von Trier recently refusing to cut it down to a softcore two-hour version. Softcore. <laughs> um, producer Louise Vest previously revealed the drama will feature groundbreaking, unsimulated sex scenes. Okay. Yeah. We shot the actors pretending to have sex, then we had the body doubles who really did have sex, and in post we digital imposed the two. So above the waist, it'll be the star, and below the waist, it'll be the doubles. <laughs> Whoa, okay. I kind of... Fair play to it. Oh. It's kind of put me at a bit of a... On the back foot, really, because I... No, I'm not... I'm a new father. I'm not... And I'm like, what, what kind of... No, I'm not interested anymore. I'm trying to think of a way that I can pitch it to my wife without it being real sleazy. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that's for true. After after seeing interviews with him, I find he's a little bit. If like, he did Antichrist, then that film was too freaky I to think. Me. Can we look? I'm, I'm going to finish on up. a lighter note. Okay, great. Uh, well, a lighter note. I don't know the trailer for the Amazing Spider-Man Two has come out. Has it? I haven't seen it yet. Have you? Uh, did you watch the Amazing Spider-Man? No. Me neither. Okay. Did you want to watch it? Because no. I really didn't. I didn't care. It was like one of those... It feels like that it was too soon for a remake almost. Um, I wouldn't go... It was too soon to do, a, to do a reboot that was exactly the same. Yeah, was it exactly... Like I say, having never watched it, I mean... I think having the... Like, I don't understand why more film franchises don't do what James Bond does and just completely says F you to the rest of the series. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There was, yeah. I mean, what was the time difference between Die Another Day and Casino Royale? Probably not long, do you know what I mean? No. Less years than Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man. But I think um, with James Bond, you kind of know what you're getting. There's going to be a new Bond, there's going to be a new, th- you know, a new yeah, kind but, of person doing it, a but, new take on it. It's, it's always been like that, so you'd expect it. But they've done it for years, that's my point. And no one's like... Maybe, you know, when Connery left, mm. do you know what I mean? First through the door, always gets the, do you know what I mean, the most bullets. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I don't know why more, fra- like, uh, I, I think Marvel have said that with Tony Stark. They were like, when I, uh, Robert Downey Jr. gets too old, mm. we're just going to put another actor in, like, it doesn't matter. I think that's very difficult when you're talking about Robert Downey Jr. Mm. But I think it's such a better idea, do you know what I mean? It's that same thing about Connery and Roger Moore and... Do you know what I mean? They're all very good. They're just all different. And none of them go through the... Except maybe because, you know, none of them do the same story over and over again. You, you know just mentioned I mean? in Tony Stark. It just reminded me... Um, I was in a local comic shop in Bath a couple of days ago picking up Dark Knight comic. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was chatting to the guy who runs the store just generally about, like, films, really, and the Marvel and DC remakes. It was Lance von Trier. Was it uh, Lars von Trier who did Antichrist? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, about remakes. Um, yeah, I was talking to him about remakes, and we were talking about Iron Man for whatever reason. He said that not to bother watching Iron Man three because it was trash. No, it was... now you've kind of done a review of Iron Man three, and you said no, you really enjoyed it. I never put it out. Did you not? I, because I changed my mind after seeing it. 
Oh. As in, like, I initially watched it and was like, no, no, like, I still really liked it. So if our listeners bought the collector's edition of uh, the Aim Low Pro package that isn't... They would get my They phone. would get yeah, the yeah. unreleased uh, director's cut footage. Basically, I think it was... I thought it was good. It was mm. just my... Um, sorry. Uh, it was my least favourite episode of a really good TV series I like so far. I think that's a good way to put it. Um, and it to me, that doesn't... Do you know what I mean? Mm. I would much rather somebody try and do something different with the franchise and upset me and then do something different again that I might like and so on and so forth yeah. than just play it safe. And I think possibly, and I'm not sure whether it did play it safe and upset me or do something different and upset me yet. I need to see it again because I've only watched it once. Uh, but I thought it was all right. To say it was absolute trash. But then I saw another review when uh, somebody was mm. talking about Man of Steel and... Uh, Iron Man. God, don't but get started on Man of Steel. And somebody was like, I don't understand how somebody can like Man of Steel and not like Iron Man. And I was like I was like, Well, I you know, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy Iron Man, but like can you not be there's this real thing about uh reviews that people like there's this kind of particularly online mm. that you're a better reviewer if you're just really cynical and you don't like every film. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, this film was rubbish because look at me hack it to pieces. Yeah. And actually, I don't like that. Do you know what I mean? Because it doesn't come across as, you know, there are a select few that still come across with having a real passion for a film. Mm. But, I mean, and I won't name the reviewers that kind of turned me off when they said that. Mm. Um, do you know what I mean? I don't think there's any harm in actually enjoying something. Do you know what I mean? Or even if you didn't enjoy it, that you have to then hack it apart and hate it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But, you know, so that's why I didn't put it out, because I was like, I want to work out, I want to have a better strategy to reviews and things. Uh, so I'm just waving a video in front of your face with the headline, nice. Batman and Iron Man Crash Florida Wedding. Nice. Now, this is something we'd post a link up for. Yeah. But let's I think, just, let's should, just we, should we yeah. quickly play it out? Okay, it's, it's 10 minutes. minutes long. Okay. Okay, that's... Let's, let's just skip to the highlights. So, okay, there's a guy in armour... Oh, he's got a sword. We've skipped. He's fighting a knight. My God. Could you imagine at your own wedding? Yeah, I think we've... Oh, oh, he's just roundhouse kicked him in the chest. Um, the best men, the kind of the groomsmen, are all wearing armour as well. I mean, is this... has Literally, have they dressed as knights? And is this guy like an old lover from college? That's I got... think that's the vicar. Because there's no vicar. So I think the vicar has donned a suit of armour and is proceeding to kick the groom shitless. Okay, so let's just... Oh, the groom's just one. Uh, so... Yeah, back to business. Oh, no. Okay, so we've got ninjas now. <laughs> Go with the camera, getting a load of it. This isn't the best advert for our audio commentaries. They are normally much better than, <laughs> <laughs> than what we're doing here. Okay, uh, so there's a little bit of wedding there as well. Ooh! Here we are. So, basically... If you're if you're like us and you only came for the the action, uh, skip forward to four minutes eleven first. Yeah, four minutes eleven. Iron Man rears his head. That's actually a pretty good Iron Man costume. That's a great suit, actually. Yeah. So I think we'll kind of play out. Hey, and... Oh, I thought. I think Iron Man yeah. is advertising a department store. It's I think quite hard that... to hear what he's yeah. saying. <laughs> on that note, I think we'll wrap up the podcast. I we'll post what... some links. I... Do you remember when I said I was going to dress as Superman at your wedding? Yeah, you never did. Because I, you know, I was worried what Jess would think. But um, but I was debating wearing a. Uh, hang on. 
<coughs> First knees on the podcast. Oh, well, but, uh, I'll get that in post. Hang on. Oh, oh. <laughs> Part two's coming up. No. Um, I was saying that I was going to wear a Superman costume under my wedding suit at your wedding and then just not mention it all day and then wait to the reception and just bust it out. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I didn't. I'm I glad you did. In hindsight, I did wear a Superman t-shirt because I thought I could kind of tease you. No, I didn't in the end. I bought mm. one and then wussed out because you could see it through the shirt. Anyway. Yeah. I, I kind of, I wouldn't have minded if you would have, but there's a lot of people there who would have minded yeah and once yeah, they've had yeah, a few you know i don't get like you know the, i mean i i yeah. i'd had a few for them i think <laughs> yeah you really hit the wine anyway um we didn't get our money back on that crate <laughs> did we we were like any unopened bottles we'll give you the money back for really? like, oh we'll cash that's in. what they said yeah that's that's kind of usual fare like you oh. buy a load of bottles oh no no i didn't no no because no, i befriended one of the the things it was all the half bottles from the uh from the wedding before we get stuck into this argument i think we should Let's just save say it for another yeah, cast. we'll save for another <laughs> cast so <laughs> thank you very much for listening um this has been a unintentionally crime related <laughs> podcast crashing um, weddings rolling Olympics. bit of homework for next time have a google on the batmobile golf cart right is which that for everyone, okay. it's a real thing. Okay. The Batmobile golf, golf cart. Okay. It is pretty awesome. So, uh, Christian Bale. Okay, all right. So, thank you very much for listening. I've been Jack. Still, I'm Jack. I'm, I'm, I'm having a mini <laughs> crisis. Dom's again. not awake yet. Uh, uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening. And check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Facebook. Go to our Twitter. Go, what? Go to our Twitter. Go to our Twitter at AimWorldPro. Tweet things. Go to www.aimworldpro.com. I should have learned that by now. I still haven't. Uh, I'm just a seat and a voice to you, aren't I? I'm instantly replaceable. We'll, uh, we'll, see you. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye.